Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, I have a treat for you today. Now, I know you're skeptical. You saw the title like, okay, I know the G Fund is not risky. I know that the G Fund is probably the least risky investment in the entire world, guaranteed by the US government. What risk in the world am I taking by being in the G Fund? Now, you're right. There, it is very, very low risk. However, there are still risks that you take on especially when you have too much money in the G fund, especially we're going to talk, especially right now in this crazy time, there's major risk with having too much money in the G fund. We're going to talk about that today. So hang on, hang tight. We're going to dive right in. So if you're on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see, I'm actually going to be sharing my screen on this one on the podcast. I'm going to talk you through it as best I possibly can. So, and if you, if you've been here a while on the channel, you know, I've given advice. Okay. How should you be investing in retirement? How should you be investing early in your career? I've talked about those things and my advice on the G fund still stands where the G fund can be an extremely useful tool, especially for short-term money as you're retiring. If you need money in the short term, well, yeah, we don't want that bouncing up and down in the market. We don't. But for most people, the vast majority of people, most of their money should not be in the G fund, even when they're retiring. Spoiler alert. Now, if you want more on that, there is a bunch of videos I have on investing in retirement that you could go check out. However, today we're going to talk again about the risks of being too heavy in the G fund. And it's big. It's major, major risk, especially now, because right now, inflation, think about it. Last year, inflation was 10%. 10%. That means if you did nothing, $100,000 got cut down to 90,000 by doing nothing, by not being involved in the market. Nothing, right? The risk of doing nothing was $10,000 for every 100,000 last year, okay? That's a major risk. That's a major risk. Inflation, even when inflation's smaller, inflation will eat your money alive over time if you don't have the growth you need. You need the growth. Okay. I'm going to talk about the PDF I'm sharing now. So, what this PDF is all about. They said, okay, what if we look at 15 years? They looked at December 2006 to December 2021, 15 years. And they said, okay, what if during that time we had $10,000 and we invested into the S&P 500 or the C fund, right? They track the same index. The C fund tracks the S&P 500. And if we started with $10,000 at the back end of 2006, we'd end up with about $45,000 by the end of 2001 or 2021, okay? So, but they said, okay, what if we made a small change? What if we took out the 10 best trading days during that time? So the 10 best days of growth during that 15 year period, what would that do to how much we have at the end, right? Well, let's look at it. So they said, okay, if we missed the 10 best trading days, we would only have $20,000 by the end of the 15 years. So instead of $45,000, we would have $20,000. And that's just by missing 10 of the best days. So if we go and say, hey, I'm going to time the market. I think it's crazy right now. I want to be out. I want to move to the G fund. I think I know what's going on. Hey, guess what? If you just miss the 10 best days, your potential growth over time is substantially cut. Substantially cut cut. So you want to be in the market to be able to get those 10 best days over time. And like this, this chart shows by putting them investments, they put this together. It's it's a great, great tool to visualize this. It's time in the market, not timing the market. That is important. So again, you want time in the market, not timing the market. Time in the market is what is so, so crucial. 
you don't miss the 10 best days and you get the growth you need over time. However, one major objection I get to this is, okay, well, yeah, if you miss the 10 best days, of course you're gonna do worse off, but what if, what if you miss the 10 worst days? What if you were able to time the market enough where you didn't get the 10 worst days when the market really had trouble? And that's a great point, that is a great point. However, my question to you is, how in the world do we not miss the 10 worst days? How do we do that consistently? Because we know how to, miss, how to not miss the 10 best days, we just stay invested. We stay invested through the ups and downs with our long-term money. We stay invested, but how in the world do we time the market so we don't miss the 10 worst days? We could stay out and miss all that potential growth, and that, over time, is gonna be so detrimental to your retirement and how much you're gonna have at retirement and throughout retirement, not worth it at all. So, I summarize it like this. The stock market, let's think about it as a slot machine. Now, the stock market is very different than gambling, very, very different. We're investing in real companies that do real things in the economy, it's very different. But for this example, let's go with it. Let's go with it here. Let's picture that there's a slot machine that you knew that 60% of the time it would give you more money out than you put in. 60% of the time. Well, how long would you do the slot machine? Would you do it once? Would you do it twice? Would you play it three times? No, I'd keep playing it as long as I possibly can because I know 60% of the time I win. I win. And if I just keep playing, I'm gonna continue to win way more than I lose. Are there gonna be sometimes I lose? Yeah, the stock market's volatile, it goes up and down. However, what's the alternative? Stick in the G fund and, and in, let inflation just eat my money alive? No, I want to play the stock market game. I want to get the growth over time. Over the last 100 years, it's gone up a whole lot more than it's gone down. So do we wanna work with the numbers in our favor or maybe try to fight the numbers? Try to say, oh, I think I know what's going on this time. Oh, this time's different. And, and it's so easy to get that in our mind of, okay, I, I think I got this. I think I know, I'm just gonna wait this out. I, I'm close to retirement. I don't wanna lose my money. Well, you gotta have a plan. You gotta have your short-term money tied up where it's not gonna bounce around, but your long-term money, you have to find growth. So if you want more information about investing in retirement, check out my other TSP videos. I got a bunch on investing in retirement, how you should be investing for your situation. So, so definitely check that out. So hopefully that helps. The G fund is guaranteed not to lose money, but what about after inflation? You could certainly lose money. And what about losing out on growth because you're too heavy in the G fund? That's major losses you could have. So there's some major things you have to keep in mind as you're investing too heavily in the G fund. Now, again, the G fund has, a play, has its place. The G fund is great at lots of things, just not growth over time. And when you need growth over time, you need the C fund, the S fund, the stock-based funds that will grow and get you the growth over time. So if there's something that helps you stay in your seat, stay calm when things are going crazy, please put in the comments below. Please share with each other so that we can all get better and learn from each other. I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. We'll talk soon.